0: inspiration, enlightenment, and insight on how to get what you want and how to
1: keep it. We could have been anything that we wanted to be And it's not too late to change it We'd be delighted to give it some thought Maybe you'll agree that we really ought to And now, here are your hosts. Paul Williams and Tracy Jackson. Good morning, Tracy Jackson. Good
2: morning, Paul Williams. Through a mouthful of cookie. I know.
1: i You know. You have to. It's like working with Gary Marshall. You have to learn to speak cookie when, you, when you're.
2: We got to our studio. We, we work. We, we should thank some of these great people like we work with. Say again. Well, here we are at our studio in New York, and we want to thank Charles Montebello. Thank you, Charles. Um, the great people we work with. Our producer, Stacy. At, Stacy's at po- great. One. Is... We don't. We don't. We. You know, a lot of podcasts people thank people, and I sometimes listen. I go, oh, you know, it's sort of like getting an award. You don't thank someone. Have you ever done that? Did you ever get an award? and You forgot to thank someone.
1: Oh, you know, it's it's. I think that's everybody experiences that. You know, you will It's like. Well, I just had that experience with Super Soul Sunday with Mariana.
2: Talk about, about know,
1: it. I ta- one Super Soul Sunday. I talked about Mariana and and about uh, my morning prayer of surprise me, God, how. You know, Mariana thinks that's a little weird, and, and Oprah did too. Anyway, that little bit of the show got cut out, and Mariana said to me, "You know, that, I mean, that was kind of that. You know, where, where where was I in that podcast?" And I said, and I started defending myself. It was interesting because at a certain point, she finally said to me, and I got it. All I want you to do is recognize the fact that you did not, you know, that what it felt like to not be mentioned to that. It's a, you know, this is a big learning process, isn't it? This thing called life we're doing.
2: Life it, it's a huge learning process, and that's what we talk about. That's 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 our shtick.
1: That's gratitude and trust. That's
2: gratitude and trust, baby. You just learn to own it. Yeah. And you learn to say, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand and- what you're feeling. People out there today, you know, look to someone in your life and try and figure it out from their point of view. It's not always our point of view that's important.
1: Our third affirmation is, I will learn from my mistakes and not defend them. And I think that's you know, the, it's funny because. We wrote the affirmations, and yet I was clearly in that moment with, with Mariana. I was def- instead of hearing her and how it, somebody felt, I was defending my actions, and I, I didn't need to. Live and learn, little guy. Live and learn, Pauly Lama. You know
2: what? I think as long as one can say live and learn, you're living and you're learning and you're growing, and then that's what it takes. That, and so many people just close off. They think that they know it all or they're afraid to admit they don't know it because – yeah. That mean mean they're not perfect, so, and we're not the, perfect.
1: One of the great ways to learn, they say, is to travel. Mm-hmm. And I'm just on, staring
2: at the cookies. I'm sorry, uh, people. People get mad. I interrupt you. I don't mean to interrupt you. How good is that cookie?
1: Oh, it's a great cookie. I'm still chewing. I apologize for that. You know, but I've I'm got. A, a I have got, I've got a little pieces. A couple little pieces of coconut. They just do want to. They don't want to surrender to the to the caps. Uh, but there's so much to learn in travel, yeah. and of course, it's a huge part of both of our lives and everything. Mm. We have somebody on the show today who it has. To, it's interesting. It, a lot of people retire and travel. This guy went to work to travel, and he went to work. He come You're talking about food. He loves food.
2: Loves food.
1: Now, have you ever worked with Phil Rosenthal?
2: You know, I have never worked with Phil Rosenthal. Phil Rosenthal is a giant in television. He spent. He spent nine. Raymond was on for nine years, yeah. and everybody he was loves the Raymond, creator yeah. and executive producer of Something Loves Raymond with Raymond Romano. And he, we'll, we'll use that word, iconic.
1: Yeah, iconic. Oh my TV god, TV show, legend,
2: legendary. legendary TV show. And now he is launching. Well, it's launched by now. His PBS show. He has his own PBS show called I'll Have What Phil's Having, where he gets to do what I always wanted to do when I was younger. I had this. Notion. I either wanted to be an actress or a food writer because I thought, what would be more fun than getting paid to eat,
1: paid to travel? I never even thought about that. What an amazing thing! It's like I'm going to quit songwriting and go get paid to eat if I can.
2: No, but think about this (laughs) point: to write for, to be a food writer, a food and travel writer, for someone to pay you and say you're going to go to Thailand for four weeks, and stay in the best hotels and eat in the best restaurants, and you're going to write about it. Yeah. What better job? So Phil's taking himself on the road, and and it's on PBS. It's called "I'll Have What Phil's Having," and he gets to go and travel. I think he's like a funny Anthony Bourdain. I think that's sort of like the gist yeah, of the and show, a ver- and
1: a very sweet man too. And uh, you know, you know me, I'll take all the kindness I can get. I really respond to people that are are gentle in spirit. And he has that, you know, for somebody that is a, a power, you know, broker in in television and all. You expect a sort of a steely, uh, you know, a, a sort of a warrior sort of approach to life and all. He's just a really nice man. So let's talk to...
2: And he's enthusiastic. I yeah, like that. You know, I like that, you know, enthusiasm and building something new, something else that we talk about in our work, which is when you stop doing one thing in life, you move on and do something else, something that's connected, but... Yeah. New. Exciting, yeah. exciting and new, as you wrote in The Love Boat, my friend. <laughs> A
1: love boat. The, Charlie Fox and I wrote that, and it was just Charlie's birthday, so happy birthday, Charlie. Let's talk to Phil, Phil Rosenthal.
2: Phil Rosenthal coming right up.
1: I actually don't need those on me. No, we don't. And happy birthday to you, sir. Thank you, sir. I just, uh, yes, September 19th, I turned 75, and I feel younger than it. We're incidentally, oh, we're having the great joy of talking you to Mr. Fantastic. Phil Rosenthal, who Phil I thought Rosenthal. we might have met somewhere, but it's. Welcome well, to I'll him. tell you where I first saw you. Okay.
0: You were my first concert. I was your first concert? When I was 12 years old, wow. I went with the youth group at the. At the uh, at the uh temple that uh we went to and i went to hebrew school and the biggest act in the country at that moment was the fifth dimension
1: oh my god
0: and we went to carnegie hall in a bus and we sat all the way upstairs and the opening act in 1972 at carnegie hall
1: was you and and sitting in that audience was my mother watching me it was the only time I ever performed. I flew my mother into New York I'd been touring with the fifth dimension we played Carnegie Hall I flew my mother in and she got to see her little Polly on stage at the Carnegie Hall I will never forget that
2: practice, show. practice 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 So <laughs> isn't that
0: amazing I will never forget that show and it's always something
1: to meet the artist who also says I will never forget oh, that, that show. Yeah, that's, that was a unique experience the other thing I remember about that is that I, I did something that was so adventurous for my mother i i wanted her to really you see took your clothes new up on york. stage i i, went, I and it wasn't on, i i char I, I rented a helicopter and i plopped my mother in the front seat of the helicopter next to the pilot and we flew around new york and at that time you could fly literally right up to the the statue of liberty wow. right up to the torch of the statue wow of liberty. we almost set it down in in uh she was a huge a fan of the Mets. Yeah, and so we went and set it down almost in the almost oh on the God. pitcher's mound of the, of the. It was an amazing. you are like, hey, you're she not going to hurt anybody. Like, she couldn't believe that this, you know, this little working lady, this little widow from the Midwest, but her was son seeing, had done so that. good. Oh, it was it was. You a
2: couldn't wonderful do that time. today because I'll of Phil, all what the a rules. Treat
1: to remember that. Are you kidding? For a treat for
0: me. And I told my wife, I'm coming just before I left. she said, Where are you going? I'm going to do uh, the Paul Williams podcast. And she was like almost teared up. She was. She loves oh, you. She Sweet. Uh, she wants me to tell you how much she loves you, and she's been a fan for, you know, oh, since the kind. 70s. And so I'm saying to you, if
1: you want her, I give her to you. <laughs> no, I don't no, no, no. The answer is that it's like, I have, I have a wonderful wife at home, and I have, it feels like, I mean, this is as close to a marriage as you're going to get, you know, except that, you know, you're not allowed to hit me, you know, or, or, well,
2: you could do, you could do much
1: worse than this young lady. I mean, this is,
0: this I'm not allowed very to hit nice. you.
1: Yeah. Well, you can. Oh, you. Well, I boss poke. you around. You can poke me. I boss you around. You I do. yell at you. I do. Yeah. yeah. Just we like were, a
2: wife. I'm like. I'm like a wife. It's I'm like actually wife, worse yeah. than a wife yeah, in some exactly. ways. Why? Well, because you don't get the added benefits of a wife. You don't get the I, makeup sex.
1: I think. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think. Uh, Let's talk about this.
2: <laughs> Let's talk about makeup <laughs> sex. <this. laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. A, Phil. No, but Phil, you. This yeah, is hi. great to have you here. I love meeting
0: you. I'm a fan of yours too. You told me some of the things you've done. And so I'm a fan. And, and f- I'm a fan of Paul. And, and we so need to get you to read the book, uh, and then okay. you'll know well, all we'll about you
2: and yeah. you And, I read, and I read your book.
0: You really did.
2: I read it from cover to cover. No, what, but there's a, there's a wonderful there's a lot of wonderful things in this book. Thank but you. I want this is there's something that I have to say, announce about this book to you because I did the teaser for you in an intro a minute ago of why you could talk to Phil about a topic i've told you you could never ever discuss on this podcast again oh
0: boy okay
2: because there's a topic on this podcast which i have forbidden paul from talking about
0: you're like his therapist i'm like his everything uh, well, you, have no ways, exactly, you, know, you have you no idea you have no idea
2: the depths of this I guess relationship like a, i'm
0: starting to understand the relationship
2: <laughs> okay who have i told you you're never allowed to talk about again on this show the
1: beatles no <laughs>
2: the beatles we about the Beatles. I hate the Beatles. Well, what are you talking about? Who the am Beatles? I never allowed
1: to talk about? He's Mitchum? Oh,
2: are you having a senior moment? on B- Bob you're... Mitchum? Yes. Yeah, wh- you can talk about Bob Mitchum in front of Phil because Phil got his first big job doing the Bob Mitchum TV show. Sitcom. What? Sitcom, was... which was produced and created by a... F- great friend of mine you've met arnold margolin
1: oh i love who arnold it's actually yeah. arnold Ed stewart and, is a buddy as well
2: and you know phil this i don't know if you know this but anytime you mention anyone who works in hollywood mm-hmm. arnold like gave them their start
0: he, he, he he's so he's, kind and generous and wonderful person. I mean, he's just It's like you wonderful.
2: mentioned Groucho Bart Arnold. I, I I but it's really true. You mentioned <laughs> anyone know of a certain sort of like 20 yeah. year period and yeah. at least 15. Yeah. You know, Sheldon Bull who you worked with on coach? Yeah. Arnold. I mean, it's like amazing. Arnold has given so many people their start. But So great. So How's he doing? He's great. He's eighty some odd years old. We just
1: old. we ran into him like what, probably a year ago now on He's the streets. married. Uh, He's yeah, got a younger
2: wife in her sixties, Ellen, who's a dancer. He lives in New York. He's you have his number. Plays. I do. I I'm going to call you. him. You know what? I, I learned from Arnold how you keep working no matter what happens. Arnold was my great mentor. No, it wasn't. Your, you didn't do phone check. I didn't. I don't want this to be about me, but it's it's kind of a Hollywood story, and then we have to talk about it. when I first I got an, a deal at Sony uh, when I was young in my thirties, an overall deal. Paul, you want to your have phone's your phone, It's not
1: my phone. It's yours. Oh shit!
2: I'm sorry. It's my.
1: That's iPad. fantastic.
2: I get blamed him, and it was me. Oh,
1: God. <laughs>
2: this is typical of our relationship. Yeah, Exactly. But I was. And I, she blamed
1: it on me immediately. You I noticed didn't know it was that my iPad. there was not even I'm a married. heartbeat. It was like your phone, Paul. And it's no, your phone. No, I, but when I, I had understand.
2: a when I had a deal at Sony, and I was young, and I was a girl, and I was on a floor, and it was all people, you know, Ed Weinberg, all the big guys yes. were at Sony, and I went to Sony because I wanted to be with these older Ed you know, these people, and I wanted to actually, and then when I read about Raymond, and that you let everyone off early the oh, only yeah. people i wanted to work for were turtle Tobin, and ornstein because right. they, they let everyone home go home at six o'clock yeah and i didn't want to work till four in the morning i understand so anyway arnold was there and i watched bit by bit as everybody got fired but me because i was young and i thought okay when i'm in my 50s and 60s that's gonna be me too you, you firing mis-
0: everybody. Oh yeah. no, 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 the ageism. No, oh. the
2: ageism. No, the ageism in Hollywood and TV, oh, oh. which existed more than I think that it does now. But yeah. and Arnold was the first person, and I learned from Arnold Margolin, and I've talked about this endlessly, how you keep reinventing yourself after, you know, what you do stops. You stop doing it oftentimes in this business, and he's right. been masterful at that. You know, he wrote plays. Yes, he's just he's he's the. He's the Energizer Bunny, you great. know, and he keeps on doing. And, and And he's a great, great lesson for all and of his us. And he's a great
1: friend of Gary Marshall's, too. He's There's a, well, that and he That's with well, Gary, too. You know, yeah. But
2: anyway, so but here we have Phil. Hi. Who got? And, and so, Phil, now you can tell you Paulie about it. Uh, you I'm told talking. me
1: that I could never, ever again mention, tell well, the story of how about, we met. But
2: you can talk to Phil about it, because well, Phil I, works for Bob. Well, you know, I. I tried
1: to be Robert Mitchum. you know, I called him the goose because he walked like a goose, you know, and he called me the doughboy, and know, like the Pillsbury doughboy. It was like, hey, doughboy, this shit's no good, but you might like it, <laughs> and then he'd give you something to say. That was your relationship? So that was our relationship. Nice. I met him in uh, in the early, like, late 70s and then became friends with him in the early 80s when I mm-hmm. moved to Montecito. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy lived in Montecito. Her family was her mother and her whole family. They, we were friends with the Mitchums with Dorothy and Bob and all. We met on on Robert Mitchum's bed in Robert Mitchum's bedroom. <laughs> Mitchum and I were sitting there in the midst of a chemical experiment. Yes, and uh, and she came wandering in, and I was rude and, and it, it was. I said uh, she said she loved my music. I said I hope it helped you get laid. Just the rudest, most shallow, vacant, vapid asshole thing I could have said is what I said. And she'll show you pictures in the in the book. There's a picture of us at our meeting and then at 11 years sober in 2001 we met again and I was a different man and that's mm-hmm. how the book came to be written yeah. but I loved Robert Mitchell. so but why doesn't she want you talking about him
2: because I do every all every single show yeah. every single podcast I have a man crush single, on his everything. memory every time someone comes in here Paul tells the story about how we met. Well,
1: people ask how we met. Well,
2: yeah, I know, but they always and I find. Oh, and so and he's li-
1: essential to the story.
2: Not really, he is, but it's it's gotten to be too much. So when I listen to the <laughs> podcast, I go, I you're can't, gonna have to
1: snip that part of our history yeah. out of I out can't of your life.
2: Listen to this damn Robert Mitchum story one more time. So I said to Paul about a month, three weeks ago, I said, no more. We never ever mention Bob Mitchum again on the show in terms okay. of how we met. Man, I'm sitting down and I'm reading your book. Yes. You're lucky. You're funny, which that is was, something my mother used to say to me. How was your experience with Mr. Mitchell? And I said no, but then you I said can't to myself. Can't get a
1: word in, Paul.
2: Oh, oh my God! Now <laughs> he can mention it. So now Phil, take it away. I want to know what it, it was like.
1: How long? And you did a pilot. <laughs> no, uh, Arnold did the pilot. Arnold did there the
2: pilot. Arnold
0: did a TV movie uh, called a, uh, I think it was called A Family for Joe.
1: Yeah, it, remember it TV was, movies? It, it was three generations of Mitchums in that movie, I believe. I think his son and grandson were also. If that's the one I'm thinking of, it may not be. Anyway. It
0: could be. Here was the premise of the movie. You ready? Three children are orphaned, and they're going to be split up and put into foster homes. They don't want to be split up. So they find a homeless man who lives in a refrigerator box in the park. That's not the movie I'm talking about. Okay. So they approach the homeless man, Robert Mitchum, in this TV movie, and say, Would you pretend to be our grandpa? Oh,
1: my God. What a great great So that you
0: will, so we won't be split up and put into foster homes, in exchange for which you can live in the house that was our parents' house, and you'll have a roof over your head. Wow. This TV movie became the highest testing anything in NBC history. Huge. Higher than Cheers, higher than the Cosby Show of the 80s, right? Wow. They couldn't not make it into a sitcom after that. What happened? And then Arnold comes, you know, Arnold is doing it. And here I am, a kid coming from New York, just moved out here, wants to write. I have a partner named Oliver Goldstick. And they read our spec script. And Arnold says, would you like to be the baby staff writers on the new show? What is it? It's the Robert Mitchum sitcom. And I'm like... Wow, that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> it sounds
1: like I've he's, just stepped into the middle a, of a dream. He's
0: yeah. a barrel of laughs. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, the show was, I think Arnold would admit this, not successful. It lasted seven episodes. We did find, though, and I was allowed to sit in on casting, one of the daughters for the sitcom was uh, Juliette Lewis. Lewis. Oh really? Really? oh, really? And she went from the failure of the Robert Mitchum sure. sitcom into the Scorsese movie, Cape Fear. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. Of course. She was fantastic. And also the young uh, savage boy, Fred's brother. Fred's. Uh, Fred's
1: younger brother. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's going around. It's going yeah. around. In 10 minutes, you'll remember. Okay.
2: It's google I Ben.
1: Ben Savage. Yeah. You know why I know
0: my yeah, son's yeah. name is Ben. Okay, so Ben Savage, he was cute. And by the way... Robert Mitchum was fantastic. Yeah he's fantastic. He, he would tell me stories about, he must, he must have told you these stories when he was shooting uh, Heaven Knows Mr. Allison, yeah. and, the, and the the censors would come by to see how filming was going, and you know, the you know what that movie's about. Oh, it's sure. about him stranded and, 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 and with a, Deborah Kerr with a
1: nun. Kerr, with on, a nun. On, an, on an island, stranded
0: with a nun. So can we use language on this Whenever show?
2: Whatever you of want, Bill. He, anything. He, Not TV. He
0: knows the censors are watching from a, from a cliff above uh-huh. where they're shooting. He knows they're watching. <laughs> he throws the nun down on the beach and pr- simulates sex with her yeah you're not allowed to
1: say simulate sex so you got to say fucking this is a podcast (laughs) see i ask about language and i still can't
0: that's why i'm not made for today oh really Uh, you can't do it you can't do it i don't know i'm I'm, uh, you saw everybody loves raymond that's a nice show
2: it's yeah. a very nice show and a very <laughs> successful show. Yeah, well,
1: absolutely. And and incidentally, I have to tell you that right before, I I, I think it was right before, I, I made a movie that nobody saw called The Postal Worker yeah. with Brad Garrett. Oh, God. And I loved Brad Garrett. And I went, oh, my God, nobody, this guy is brilliant. And nobody's right, right after that, Comes Raymond. Comes Raymond, yeah.
0: Well, he walked into the casting office. We we actually thought, because it was based loosely on Ray's real family, and he told me that he had an older brother that was jealous of him. So I assumed that the older brother was shorter. Uh-huh. Because that's funny. In my family, they are. The older brother, shorter, <laughs> yeah. is is of course jealous of the younger brother who's taller. That's yeah, a yeah. natural thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm looking for. And then this talking tree came in the
1: room. Yeah, I know. I know. And he too. said, everybody loved yeah. Raymond. We fell over laughing oh and God. that's it. Yeah. If, and, it was, and I don't think there's been anything on television that my wife, Mariana, has, has been more devoted to. Than then every episode and watching it in reruns wherever she can find it will be thrilled to know that we were talking today oh you know? nice so you you have that nice thing to say you know to me from your wife yes. i can lovingly reflect it right oh, back to you because sweet. mariana escalante williams is yes. the biggest everybody loves frank raymond fan I, i've ever met wow you know? well yeah. tell her i love her and yeah, that's very nice it's great stuff and peter Boyle. i mean what an amazing cast the
0: best yeah. You know all the planets have to line up for one of these things to work. You know yeah. that? It's it's really it's, it's magic. It's magic and and you're lucky if you get on the air. How many things do you shoot that don't even make it to the air? Yeah. So everything beyond that, I always said it's not like hitting the jackpot, it's like hitting the jackpot over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah, and it lasted forever and ever. Again. Nine years. And yeah. now it's and it's still on.
2: And we I do it around so. the I, world. I, I where is think think it now for streaming? Where do you where do you stream?
0: Netflix, everything. everything. Nef- Netflix? And by the way, there's something else on Netflix that just started. I was asked after the show ended to go to Moscow and help Escorting. the Russians. Exporting rings. Raymond. That's the right. movie. I, may, I took a camera crew with me and made a documentary about the making of Everybody the Russian loves. version. Everybody loves Kostya.
2: And as because says, <laughs> yeah. you are Russian. No. I th- but your your family was Russian, right? No. I thought you were
0: well, German, Polish. Are oh, you
2: German, Polish, you're Yeah, not I think right. so. No?
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, but but I went and you know they they invited me. They wanted me to come and
1: help them until I got
0: there, and then they didn't want to hear from me.
1: And it- Nothing. I love the way this the the beginning of what you're doing right now begins with Ray. Who uh, Ray's idea of an advent of a great adventure was the, the Jersey Shores for a vacation. You know you you know uh, your stuff. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it's just and so Ray had never traveled. Right. So you did an episode where you took Ray oh, to it well, to to, uh, to discover his Italian roots. Yes, you take him to to Italy. Yes. And 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 saw a huge change in, in not just the, the character, but in, Ray was just I mean to let him up. The the gifts of travel were very evident very quickly. He what I saw happen to
0: Ray the character in yeah. the Italy episode of our show happened to Ray the person. The person, yeah. He was transformed. Yeah, that's the whole point of this show. I'll have what Phil's having. Yeah is to motivate you to get off the couch and come and travel. Yeah. Because there's no more mind-expanding thing we can do in life, I think, than travel. And for me, food and humor, hopefully, is the way in.
2: And that's your new show. Yes. Called. I'll have I'll what have Phil's what having. And
0: wouldn't you know it? I was cast as Phil.
2: <laughs> how, did you know what, yeah.
0: what, how, how did that happen? What are the That's nepotism to extreme. Yes, right. yeah.
2: And you had to use the same name, huh? Yeah. It well, just,
0: the <laughs> PBS. They, you know, it start the idea for this happened during that Italy episode fifteen years ago, and I always had in the back of my head, I want yeah. if I could do that for Ray. Travel. You love to travel. Love to travel and eat. In fact, if you ask me, what's your favorite thing in life to do? If you had to do one thing, I would say, eat in
1: Italy. Wow.
2: And you're, wow. you're, you know You've for people there. who can't.
1: Oh, of course, of course. You've eaten as a matter of fact, and I have eaten in Italy. What do you, you know? think? As, and it's back to the story of my mother. Yeah. As soon as I got to, I mean, w- the first big thing that happened to me in in my music career is before I'd re- really had any hits, Herb developer took me to, to Paris to make work on an album called Wings with a guy named Michel Colombier. So yes. all of a sudden, somebody who was born in Omaha, lived in a, mid- a midwestern brat, is flying first class to wow. and, and and gets a room at L'Hotel uh, in and the Saint Germain. And it's like, I cannot believe the world that I've been suddenly put on. Yeah. I go to a wedding in Amsterdam. I, uh, I go to to stay with a friend of, in, on the Hampstead on the Heath in, in London. I come back a totally different person. The first thing I did when I got a dime, a couple dimes to rub together, is I took my little brother and my mother plopped them onto a first class seat on an airplane and took them to I took them to all over Germany, Italy, uh, took them to Sweden, took them to London. I mean was, I I wanted them to experience that. So I really connect with what what has Life motivated changing. you. Like connect with that. My first time I was 20 something
0: before yeah. I got to go and I didn't have any money at all. Yeah. I got to when DHL started they had these courier flights meaning Oh you could buy for, a
1: seat on those planes. They would buy planes.
0: they would they would actually pay pay for your coach ticket. You weren't getting any other payment. Your coach ticket was your payment. Their stuff before they had millions of cargo planes, their stuff that they were sending overseas went as your excess baggage. Oh, really? That's so how they a did it. So for the first for the price of the coach class ticket, they got to send all their stuff. All their stuff, sure. And so now you have 2 weeks in Europe to do what you want. Nobody's paying you. Yeah. And 2 weeks later you're going to do the same thing on the way back. So you could meet up with a friend who would get the next day's thing, and off you go. We had no money, literally. Stayed at hostels, pensiones, stayed at friends of friends' couches, right? Ate in the local little tiny cheap, sure. cheapest places. The time of my life. Well, you loved it. The time you of my life it. blew my mind yeah. coming from where I came okay. from. And so I recommend this to people. It's not about money.
1: She just got back from Iceland she yeah. took a, her think? husband Glenn as a surprise I, I'm trip. I'm a big
2: traveler; always have been. She's, yeah. and
1: she, you know, I mean, loves India. Has been to India again and again and again third, and again, all over third, the world. Okay. So I'm preaching to converted.
2: Well, no, I've been traveling. I have been traveling since I was my mother. I, I grew up with just my mother, and my mother's a, a, like an anti-main character, and she's yeah. a great traveler. Come, so. darling,
1: I will show you. India. No, and, uh. and we
2: started traveling. Let's go from, with the, her. from the time I was nine.
1: Is she my, still with us?
2: Yeah, yeah. I just came back from Santa Barbara seeing her yesterday. Nice. But she, we we traveled. I've been traveling since I was. Nine. Wow. and um, and I will go anywhere I mean I'm one of those people you give me a ticket and I would even go to North Korea I would I, would, I want to be safe but I want to see it uh, so I will go anywhere and yes we, I did just come back from Iceland I took my husband as a surprise for his 60th birthday present and it. have you been to Iceland Phil? No Oh my god and I the would food love to go. Phil, Phil, it's Phil like the, the, the food yeah. in Iceland yeah. is fantastic
0: well that's how I plan my
1: vacations Telling where am I going to eat? And I'm,
2: they <laughs> That's have the butter, they have butter in Iceland every and every time you Oh, you actually, people- oh,
1: I love this. You wrote about the butter. Well, I'm going
2: to write about it tonight, but I, I and then when you mention it to people who have been to Iceland, they say they talk about the butter. The butter. I, there is something about the butter in Iceland you can't, you wow. you, you said you know. ate
1: it by the spoon,
2: I and I'm not a big what, yeah. Uh, oh, I just sat there like this. I mean, and my husband, uh, he's not used to that because I, you know, I eat like a neurotic Jewish girl. I mean, and, and I'm like. Eating butter with a spoon, and he's like, "You're eating butter with a spoon." And it's, around you, it's that good. It's, it's all like,
0: about the the grass all, yeah. that the now cow is eating.
2: It, it is, and the way it's and it's so everything there is so pure, and all the vegetables yeah. are grown geothermically because there's no pesticides. Yes. The lambs all just graze in Iceland, and so it just it's, so it's everything. Fantastic. It's fantastic.
0: Did you eat that that Weird delicacy that The putrefied shark That they do And then drink that drink
2: No My husband ate whale And I had a bite And I didn't like that
1: Okay Oh that, poor that, baby We I can't want, be killing sharks and whales No no I, I, I have right. a thing
2: and, and then they have This very strange thing They do there Which is the puffin The little cute bird Yeah it's They their, eat that It's their national bird Okay but what's peculiar is, it, yes, they eat it everywhere. It's also stuffed in every window, and every child is carrying one. It's okay. it's it's kind of like eating Elmo, as far as I'm concerned, right. you know. And so, like delicious. i have the deep fried Elmo. I'll have yeah. the Elmo. Yeah. fantastic. Elmo wings. So, uh, so it's but it is worth. Um, if, if as your show continues, is it will? It's one of those places that does have good food. Do you want to do that? You, do you want to keep?
1: Do you want to keep traveling? Keep shooting the? Are you doing, doing a batch of them? I'm doing
0: uh, three more seasons with whether they film me or not. <laughs> right, so
2: are you kind of the, Anthony Bourdain, the funny Anthony Bourdain I'm exactly, exactly
0: like Anthony Bourdain if he was afraid of everything.
2: So you're not going to eat the ants and the creepy crawlers oh, and those good. things? Are I you ate do an
0: do ant in Tokyo. You know, you got to venture outside your comfort zone a little. Yeah, I know. I but an that ant, was a yeah. How, giant challenge How big me. was the ant? Tiny. And, and the guy said to me, and and by the way, I was having one of the meals of my life. It was absolutely fantastic. And here comes this salad, and it's the most beautiful salad you ever saw. And perched on, like staged in the scene, is an ant. Is two ants. Two ants. One climbing, and the other one at the bottom saying,
1: "Hey, good luck, honey." <laughs> so
2: they were like and almost metaphor ants. Yes. Well, the ori- <laughs>
1: the original lyric was, "Once there was a little old ant." And then Phil ate him. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it, it didn't rhyme. semi so and had it didn't rhyme, so it, yeah. it changed <laughs> it. Okay, well, you
2: might want to go back to the drawing board on that one. So Can Phil, I use that happened? as my theme song? Please. So you what happens? when so you ate the ant.
0: Well, I, first I asked a lot of questions. Are you supposed to eat this ant? Yeah, Is this exactly. for show? Is this for not? Because yeah. I don't want to eat. I, I go Is on record in show saying, I'm not eating bugs. I'm not eating the eyeball of the lamb. Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested. I want to eat food that I'm, I'm really not Anthony you're Bourdain. Not, I, know, I, know. I idolize him. He's my hero. He's a superhero. He you is. see, he's a macho adventurer. Look at me. You can hear from the radio. Uh, I'm not him, right?
2: That's okay.
1: So, thank God. You know, well, we it's okay. we there's already one of him. We need you. But and I just, he's the best him. He's and you're the best. And him. I'm almost of, okay me. So, but yeah. Yeah. well, I asked the guy
0: what's why why should I eat the ant? He says try it you'll find that it tastes like lemon. I said, in that case, if it tastes like lemon, could I have the lemon? Oh, to put on it. No, just give me the lemon instead of the ant. Why? If this tastes like uh, lemon, <laughs> I, you know, all things being equal, I would rather have the lemon. Yeah. So my my companion says she's going to do it, and so I'm like, you know, if I'm going to eat an ant, it'll be here. Yeah. Yeah, and you I,
2: got the cameras and, rolling, and I
0: That's right. That's pressure, too. And did you nibble at it? Or no, eat whole I popped it in my mouth, and that takes Chew some. once swallow and and
1: try yes, not to Yes, exactly
0: throw it. right. And I swear to God, you bite down on this thing, which takes a little courage. But it the was flavor. like somebody put a lemon drop on your tongue. Wow! I'm like, okay, so now I got another question. So, what did you saute these in lemon? Is that why this tastes well, like lemon? They live in
1: a lemon. They live in a lemon grove, and that's what and that's what they eat, and that's why. That's why like I like thought
0: that. something like that, but no. He no. says these specific ants, not it's every like ant, lemon. but these specific ones. And God knows who does this research. Tastes like lemon. Tastes like lemon. Yes.
2: Yeah. I and mean, these yeah. are now, Japanese am I, ants.
0: Am I ordering this? I don't know what they are. I don't think so. I but ate them in Japan. Tokyo. You
2: had them in Tokyo. Yes. Imported, yes they're probably indigenous. Imported I don't know.
0: Imported ants. Am I ordering them again? No. But did it kill me? No. So the point is, try something. Try I'm not it. saying even if you seek it, you nobody's going to order that, right? And if, you but really... if it comes, maybe you tried. It's not going to. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs>
1: And at the very least, you have a story to tell. You, you guys. know, and no matter no matter what you 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 can eat anything in the world if you put peanut sauce on it.
0: What? Uh, by the Pe- way, that's not that's not raw. Not if you're allergic to peanuts. There's something about peanut, peanut sauce
1: <laughs> or peanut butter uh-huh. that seems to go with
0: everything. everything. I I, I, so I'm talking I about agree. specific.
1: I could eat cardboard with peanut sauce. It on just It
0: just happens. I mean, wh- how many things? If you think about it there
1: in Thai food like for instance they'll yeah, put it on that's, fish that's what that's the last right? meal I had with yeah. peanut sauce that made me think of that
0: they'll put it on fish or shrimp or uh, yeah. and it seems to go and people put it on hamburgers peanut butter people put it on it just goes with everything, everything. Ed but everything.
2: now we have this whole new thing. Why don't thing we do a commercial
0: for peanut butter? Why don't yeah, we? Go, say, what are yeah. we doing here? Well, <laughs> we should be for
1: the, for the working
0: for the peanut. Okay, I want to jump, back. I, let me jump that, back. I to jump back to
2: Raymond. A I, thing. Wait, wait a as minute. soon
1: as you're done with this comment, no. I want to jump back to Raymond because I got to ask him some stuff. That's fine.
2: You can do that. But then we got to talk about his food thing too. Okay, That's fine. All right. How all much right, time so do we, you have? Uh, we well, I was just going to. I was going to roll back
1: to the like when? When did you discover Raymond? On television, in a club, and how? How did this involvement evolve? Because that was a huge gift to the world. That's, oh, thank that everyone, everybody loves rain. Thank it's a monstrous you. gift to the world. I'll tell you the you quick to, version. You, you know, you you go after the things that you really care for. You obviously must have Don't cared you? for it right away. Don't you? Oh, sure, of course. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did that all begin? That's
0: what it's about. Uh, here I am, a, a writer. I'm working on that Robert Mitchum show. I do a few other shows that you never heard of, and I'm, I'm a writer on Coach. Yeah. And uh, the third year of coach, I get a video cassette of a comedian who's been struggling for 12 years trying to get on the David Letterman show. And from one six-minute appearance on the David Letterman show, David Letterman says there should be a show for that guy they set about looking for writers to create a show for this comedian, okay? I get the cassette, I watch it with my wife, Monica, and we go, oh, we saw it when it was on. And we love that guy. Yeah, yeah. We saw it three months ago when he was on the show because we watched Letterman every night. Sure, so does Marianne. So I'll take that meeting, of course. And that's how it's done in Hollywood. Writers are looking for people to write for. Those people are looking for writers. Yeah, So we meet. We find out we're both born in Queens. We're both from Queens. We never met. Yeah. But he starts telling me crazy stories about his Italian family. And for every one of them, I have a crazy story about my Jewish family. We're not so different. It turns out, every problem is solved with food, and yeah. the mother never leaves you alone.
2: The fruit of the month club. There's, an that, epi- happened there's an <sighs> that
1: happened to me. There's an episode that happened to me. Brad, the episode of Brad's wedding. Yep. With the mother is one. Of, it's one of the funniest. You've and, watched a lot of Raymonds. Oh my God! This is the, one of the great <laughs> episodes like of a Raymond-ologist television ever. Over here. Thank is you. this woman who has no idea she's ruining something for somebody? Yes. Welcome to my family. And and, <laughs> and the the spiritual lesson in the show is that. Uh, uh, that Everybody that is that is staring at this woman doing this terrific thing forgives her, so that the, that the the celebration can continue. She interrupts the wedding because
0: uh, you, totally. you come to that part exactly. of the wedding where if anybody, anybody knows uh, of any yeah. reason, and she says, "I have to say
1: something." Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's, and it's and it's amazing. But as the story goes forward from there, after you get all the, the you know you get the moment of, of her ru- supposedly ruining everything, you watch him reconstruct. Her. Let's get back to that place, and it's and it's out of the forgiveness of the other characters who instead of going you know what we're not going to fix it let's just keep going mom and they don't they don't attack her over it they just kind of roll back into being the family and it's it's a it's a beautiful episode Thank you. it's a beautiful spiritual lesson
0: thanks you don't know you, th- it- you agree I, I wrote it, so yes. You're talking to the guy, the one guy who might agree with you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. No, I think a lot of people did. That's Thank why you, you had the kind of success you did with the show. Thank and all. you. And the things you could learn about a relationship from Raymond and, and, and his wife, and, and, and it, is the things that went on when they were alone reviewing the it day was, 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 was amazing. It, it Thank didn't Thank you.
2: run for nine years for nothing. You well, know? you
1: asked me, you know, about going home early. Well, for me,
0: in my head, that was part of the job. Go home, get in a fight with your wife. Come back in and tell me about it. That's where the stories are coming from. Well,
2: you talk about that in your book. You yeah. talk about how in the writers' room everybody, every more, which is sort of writers' room. So what happened last night?
0: Of course, of course, but you know I wasn't original in that.
2: No, we ever. All writers' rooms are like that. Like, but also,
0: Carl Reiner, the way he ran yeah. Dick Van Dyke, was exactly that way. And I'm a student of television, and so I was trying to emulate these great guys that came before me. Him and Norman Lear and Ed Weinberger, who gave me the best advice I ever got. Which was which was do the show you want. Do because in the end they're going to cancel you anyway. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Right? So, this to me was more than just a lesson in television. It's a life lesson. We all get canceled one day.
1: Yeah. So. Everyone live gets your canceled. life. Well, that was what I at learned the from Arnold, and on the larger picture
0: as well. It. Exactly. You
2: got it. And, you know, Sydney so, Lumet once gave me that inform. Say a version of that yeah. about a film. What he was, well, was a film I made that he loved? It was a documentary, and it wasn't doing so well at the moment. What it, was it? Can you say? It was say? called Lucky Ducks. And
0: okay. What's it about?
2: It's about I take my uh, my very at the moment spoiled. She was not spoiled now. She's an adult, but she was a spoiled fifteen year old and I was investigating why privileged children were the most unhappy children.
0: I want to
1: see this.
2: And I took her and made her work in a slum in India. It was the beginning what? of the Make film. Her
1: work. You took a couple weeks, and it, I mean, it's, a, a gr- it's a wonderful film. How do I see film, this? But I,
2: I'll send you a copy. And um, and Polly did the soundtrack, and it's a documentary I Produced and wrote and directed, and it ended this up. This sounds
0: in. like timely. It should be out yeah, right now.
2: It is. Well, it's out. You can you can stream it. But anyway, Where? on
0: Netflix right uh, now. It's
2: on Amazon. But I'm I, uh, I, what was the point of my story I, about? Oh, so Sydney oh, Lumet. I ran S- to Sydney Lumet. Loved adv- the film. and had given you. me notes and was a, a bit of a mentor and a friend, and and said, "So, how's the wonderful film doing?" And I, well, went. Said, "Yeah, oh, Sydney, it's not doing so well." And he said, "Did you make the film you wanted to make?" Yeah. And I said yes. Uh huh. He said, "Did you say everything you wanted to say?" Yeah. I said, "Pretty much." Yeah. He said, "Fuck him." <laughs> that was it. And I <laughs> and I thought, and you know, and yeah. I and it was the same life yes. lesson, like you, 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 if you. But and so then, you
0: need that advice before you start the movie,
2: right? You but see, it's, it's about authenticity, which is yes. what you always go back to. Is if you if you are true to yourself, and I've always felt this way. But, if, I, so, but if somebody
0: some, gave you notes. And you didn't get to make the movie you wanted to make because you thought Welcome I to better, my career. Yes, no, <laughs> I better I better do the notes because I need the yeah. thing to succeed, yeah. and they won't release it otherwise. So Ed Weinberger's advice of do the show that you want yeah. to do because in the end they're going to cancel it. Anyway, this is so crucial, and people are so desperate to be accepted that they'll do anything. You can't go to them after the thing is terrible and say it's your notes that yeah. made it terrible. No, you but can't. all the they time— don't care, you're no, dead. they don't care. No.
1: No, they don't care. But the
2: thing is, Phil, a question, yeah. and this is for like all those younger people out there, people who are starting out listening to this— Oftentimes, when they give you those notes, and mm-hmm. when you get to a success like Raymond, and then you get a certain amount of autonomy because they realize you know how to run the show.
0: Let me tell you when you're. Uh, I want you to finish, but I'll tell you a notes call I got in season eight of the show.
2: But I've been in many situations where they've said, "If you don't do this, mm-hmm. even though it's wrong in my mm-hmm. head, it completely destroyed the characters and anything else that I was the trying door. to do." A certainly in features, there's yes. plenty of people who will. So yes. you're gone. You know, but you know
0: what? You're dead anyway. Then. You're dead anyway. So why do you want your name on something you don't like?
2: It's true, but you know, if you've got more money, you know, if you have more steps, there are certain times when you have no choice in your. Career yes, t- on the, t- the Robert Mitchum
0: sitcom, I was a gun for hire. I'm talking about when it's your call to make. Well, your call.
2: Okay, so tell us about the eighth season note that you.
0: You know, I. I. It's in the book. Right. I know. I read,
2: but but our audience has it all. No, no, no. But I'm saying, as a
0: preface. I quit the show twice before it was on the air, and I had no money to, to fall back on. It was just though I was writing about my family, and I couldn't do it any other way. Yeah. I knew it would fail because my heart wouldn't be in it. It wouldn't be true to me. So they never let you quit. They'd say, no, no, stay, stay, stay. Exactly. Yeah. It turns out that quitting in and of itself, and I didn't know this at the time, but it's a sign of competence and integrity. That they Welcome actually to gratitude like and trust, right? Yeah. I that quit they the first actually show I like. So when I go around to different schools and I talk to the kids, I say, "Remember this, kids: always quit." Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, uh, I love that. I love. No, I, I love. Not, I totally you don't quit love over
0: that. oh, this water is room temperature. I quit. No, no. It's you've taken it as far as you can take it. Yeah. You've compromised as much as you're willing to compromise. Yeah. But if push comes to shove and this train is about to crash, you
1: jump off that train because all you have is your name. I All know these characters. Is... I created these characters. Yes. I live with these characters yes. before they were a part of a, of, of a television series. Yes, I'm not going to do something. I'm not going to have them speak with a voice that is not their voice. As simple mm-hmm. as that.
0: Well, it, it's only because, yes.
1: very specifically for that show, maybe
0: not another show, where it's not about my family, I listen to you. Yeah. I do what you want. But this is my family. You can't tell me right and wrong. Yeah. I tell you. It's yeah. not cocky. Yeah. It's not arrogant. No, it's it just, not. You know, I can't but it's do, do it sense, any other way. It's a sense
1: of self that you know that rises up and is able to make a statement, a pure statement as as a creator at that moment at all. I also want to go back to something about your movie about Lucky Ducks, which I think is really wonderful and important. You set out to to do the, a movie about a spoiled fifteen year old and and a generation of kids that could. You could spot a, a a Prada knockoff at in three blocks but couldn't tell you who's you know who the second president of the United States was there's, and all. There's, there's you wound up making like a movie at the end of your movie and what is so courageous about your film what no, knocked me out about the film is that you come away with the with, with a statement that basically what needed to change was, it was you. me, yeah. Something needs and to that's change is probably so a- which takes us directly into the book i mean because part part of the you know the our affirmations the first one is something needs to change and it and it's probably me i think there's a connectedness from doing what you know to be right and being really open and courageous about it and and the path that we follow i think that doing the right thing uh, even if it's at the end of something is is going to lead you to the next right thing and and end of speech yeah. Well, You're no, looking at me like I'm crazy. No, no,
2: no. I, it's, it's a, yeah, I do. I agree with you. I agree with you. I've had a hard time at certain times of my career not taking notes. I will say I have. And when I haven't taken notes, so Phil, sometimes, and I don't know if this is a, the sexist part of Hollywood, because when a woman says, I'm not going to do it, yeah. she's being difficult. Oh, no, no, no. And I promise you it's says, not. when a guy says, oftentimes, I'm not going to do it. He's just being assertive. And he's like sort of exercising his male power. And mm, it's, not, it's not taken the same. I'm telling you, you're not a girl. But it's oftentimes not taken the same way.
0: Yes, but I can tell you that I've had problems as well. So it's not just women. Well, unless, unless, we
2: all, everyone has problems. No, but I mean, but I
0: mean like, there, there, are, there are some places maybe
1: that aren't so quick to work with me next time.
2: Well, now what's because they think you're difficult?
1: You know, the because, other element is... Because, pe- I, because
2: you do it your way.
1: I Yeah. But I think also people mistake kindness for weakness. That's a huge, huge element. I got to talk to Tom Hanks.
0: He said, addressing this very thing, he'll be in a meeting and he sees that they're trying to pull something, right? Because he's the nicest man in the world. Yeah, exactly. And he says,
1: gentlemen, you cannot take advantage of my good nature. Lovely. Isn't that a great... Yeah, you bet. And that's the point right there. Yep. Is that many times you let that softer side of yourself, that soft-spoken side of yourself, which I actually have in there somewhere. I'm looking for it right now. (laughs) But but you let... And people that's the bumper sticker will mistake kindness for weakness and it's a big mistake or stupidity no
2: no, well I spoke I always spoke up I mean I would end up giving in half the time but I would speak up then they still say it was difficult so you just do it you know you do you do the best you can and you do the work you want to do and you then you go off and you get the opportunity yes
0: I was going to tell you to the do, eight season to, notes. To
2: do, oh, yeah, do the eight season notes. I was going to
0: just, qu- very quickly, I got a call. Eight se- we're, we've been running for eight seasons. seems to be going well. Yeah, yeah. I get this call. We've done some research, and we found that uh, the, some of the audience doesn't really like when uh, Deborah is mean to Ray. I said, uh-huh, so should we change the way it is now? Should we change things now, season eight? Of course. <laughs> and they had nothing to, they had no answer. <laughs> what what are you, you going to say? What do you we do instead? Yes, what yeah. should we do? Yeah. She should just be sweet to him now? Yeah, well, it's, it seems to work. More what are pancakes, you doing? More pancakes. But the job is to give notes. Yeah. So you have to also, as the as the writer or the artist, you have to understand where they're coming from. Job justification. Exactly.
2: And you always have to be able to defend and position. ass covering,
0: and yeah. ass covering, exactly. which is the definition of testing.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep pushing the limits. Get, get a little boy. You know, so- it's liable to wind up with a bigger, uh, the bigger office.
2: what excites you talk about the new stuff because the the new show which is it's airing on PBS yeah Monday nights it
0: started September 28th there's only six episodes this first season Uh, and uh, we go to uh, we've already been to Tokyo and Italy and you can see these online right all the episodes the night after they air are then available at pbs.org I'll have what Phil's having so anyone can see them they'll be up for a while if you have the app on your Apple TV of PBS you can watch it right there on TV Uh, I worked with wonderful people who are very experienced at filming these things. And so it looks really nice. Other than my face, it looks fantastic. And uh, the food is undeniable. And beyond that, hopefully... It's funny and has character, and there's a story, and it's worth you watching, so that you go to these places and change your life, it's, make
2: your yeah, life better.
1: Yeah, you you don't you don't travel and come back the same person. That's did the right.
2: title come from? I have to ask. Yes. Did the title? Yes, come of from, course. It did from when Harry met Sally.
1: Yes, I, I I You won't believe
0: this story. This is absolutely God's honest truth. I'm sending titles around to some friends because, as you know, you want to try stuff yeah, out on people, right? So some one of my friends goes you know whenever we go out to eat we look at the menu my whole family and says what would phil order so i thought oh that's a good what would phil order that's a good good and i sent that around and uh vanessa silverton who's nancy silverton's daughter the great chef and she's also a a brilliant agent now she writes back what about i'll have what phil's having Mm. and i get that on my phone and I show it to my brother, who I'm eating with, at a deli in New York, and he says, "Yeah, that seems like it." And, and, you're in and I'm in a deli. Like, is and I'm in a deli in New York. Yeah. Okay, beyond that, now I'll have what it's feels Are you ready for this? Right after we thought that should be the title, the waiter comes over with the check for what we've just eaten, and he says, "Oh, you're at the Lucky Table." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he points over our heads. We are at Katz's Deli. And over our heads is a sign that we didn't see until right now. Literally a sign from above says, at this table, Meg Ryan oh my, did the scene oh in Harry still. Met Sally. And the line, I'll have what she's having, was uttered. I'm like, well, what wow. more do you need? You can't I can't argue
2: the with name that. But
1: whispering to you. As. Someone was yelling oh, I, in that, that time. With, now, tell them about your connection to cats. What? Catses? No, it's
2: not that interesting. <laughs> well, it is interesting. Cats, did you,
1: did, you, did, the, did the, Glenn does a book about that? Well,
2: no. My husband just he published a book. Someone else wrote it, but he published a book oh, about it, all it. the That's pictures right. of right. cats. But, but what was your favorite deli. spot? It is, it's, 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 it's Oh, sorry. We were so, saying,
0: so there's Tokyo, Italy.
2: Trying to push your movie or yes, your show Yes, yes, thank here, you. Phil.
0: Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Paris, France. Yes, you've heard of it. Tokyo, Hong Kong. Uh, uh, Barcelona and Los Angeles. Wow. Why Los Angeles? Because it's the best food city in America. Is it? And I'll fight you if you want to argue. Now, do you have a, a... Do you like
2: Jonathan Gold? Do you read Jonathan Gold? His... Well,
0: he's a hero. He's, he's a a hero? unbelievably great. He's, a, he's
2: amazing. He's Isn't a brilliant he's writer.
0: He could write about shoes and I would read it. Who are Jonathan you talking about? Jonathan Gold
2: is the only food writer to actually ever get a Pulitzer Prize. Maybe
0: the only critic of any kind.
2: Yeah, but, but he writes... He's, he's been in L.A. and he goes... He's... He, he's Actually, he's even more than so than Anthony Bourdain. I mean, he goes to places. He goes to strip malls and he eats Peruvian intestines that women make in back. I mean, he will. This guy will. is you know? I mean, he will eat anything.
0: <sighs> he's very brave, and, and, and I'm he's, not as brave as him.
2: And he writes beautifully. I mean, but and he's, he's a also great a great writer. stylist. In he's a LA great Times, stylist. you
0: can read him in the yeah. LA Times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: he's extraordinary. And I've written, I've read his book. And there's a book. I'll get. I have it. But it, there's a book of his um, about. You know, the first thing he did, Essex. like when
0: he was a young man and first got into this field, was he started at one end of Pico Boulevard oh, yeah. in Santa Monica and ate at every single restaurant
1: on Pico Boulevard all the way, all the way to the,
0: the
2: end. That's in his book. That's in his book, wow. Yeah. wow, It's great.
1: So my questions are, of course, I'm a pescatarian. I don't eat fowl or, or, or beef. But I, don't you like eat, fish. I don't eat meat. I have been for years he and all. He eats fish tacos. I, I, much eat so much ca- I eat fish tacos. I eat so How's much calamari that my arms stick to the table. He Where is the best calamari in life? Los Angeles.
0: Wow, that's a great question. Do
1: you love calamari? I do, and
0: I love, you know, now they they will do octopus and put them in salad. You know, do you eat Uh that? I do that. So I'm going to say Moza has the best of that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're talking about fried calamari. I like fried calamari. Or I, or I like it grilled as well. Okay, so grilled octopus. Yeah. I would go to Mozza. I think Mozza is the best Italian restaurant, not just in the city, but maybe in the country. Really? Yeah. Really. Now, Phil, I have yeah. to ask you a and question. But full disclosure, this. I'm
1: an investor in that
2: restaurant. All right, so now, we, I'm tell not, them we know I, you But I'm get not a table? saying that
0: I invested. You know, it's like hair club for men. And where exactly, where
1: exactly yeah. is Mozza located?
0: <laughs> it's in L.A. We don't have to plug it. Believe me, it's popular. Enough. No, I want to know where to go. Oh. I haven't been to Mozza. Before I'm gonna take you. Well, Somebody told that. me last week I on. had
2: to go there, and I. Let's go. Someone told me last week I had to go there, and I couldn't get a reservation.
1: Now you can. Now I can now use your you name. Can. We know Phil. I'll have what he'll. Phil, Phil can, can I ask <laughs>
2: you a, another question? Yes. You eat a lot, you say. Yes. This is this is a uh, not a visual medium, as we all know. So people out there who may not have seen you, they know. I a, sound
0: like a big fat guy. Very, you, but, but, but Phil, very you're a Very tram. skinny. Guy, okay, so Phil. here's everybody asked me this. So here it is. And the same, I'm sure, applies to my hero, Anthony Bourdain, who's also not a big fat guy. No. But
2: he's bigger than you are, though. Well,
0: so
1: he's, are, I'm not going to sit here and have you yeah. insult Anthony Bourdain. I,
2: mean, I like Anthony stop. Bourdain, but you are thinner <laughs> than Anthony Bourdain. I All right, am? I'm really? Saying,
1: well, yes. Anthony's buff. He, Anthony, obviously, he's more, more macho. Macho. is macho. He's okay, macho. Exactly. But Phil, I'm a nebbish. Exactly. You know what nebbish Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Every the, night he gets up in the morning and a lot and of nebbishes
2: have big bellies. And so, would you please tell us how you look like this and eat like this?
0: Very simple. You pick your spots. We're not children. We don't have to eat like it's vacation every day yeah so if you know you're going to moza at the end of the week maybe you don't eat like a pig until then yeah exactly right yeah exactly. so that's it and you must that's move. the secret yes you move as of well. course every day it's something yeah. I have how, an app uh, in my pocket it tells me when uh, you know how many minutes I've I've uh, been active and so I set in my head, I think 90 minutes I should be active during the day because sitting will kill us. We, all this huh. is proven already. They say sitting is the new cigarettes. Right. Yeah. Right? No. So don't be an idiot. Get up and don't. Look, We yes, we want to eat fried food. Yes, we want to eat ice yeah. cream at every meal. Don't. Well, I ran. When you see me eating on the show... You're seeing eight days of shooting condensed into one hour. So right. it looks like I'm eating a lot all, all the, the time. time. That's every one of these. In so at the Rosenthal household,
2: you guys are pretty moderate and healthy in, in, in that sense. Are you? I would
0: say moderately, yes. Yeah.
2: No, are, because no, but it's a big issue, and it's a big yes. issue for a lot of people. Because yes. then they'll say... And there are people But I'm do. not
0: saying never eat sweets,
1: never
2: eat no, ice cream, never no, eat no, no, no. No, I whatever you, you want. No, enjoy your life. But
0: find, just a, find a discipline smart.
1: that works for you. I, well, that's at, what I do. at six A.M. this morning I ran. I, I yes. so talking like, to myself. At six A.m. this morning I, I ran Polish two show. miles. Beautiful. I want that announced. I want everybody to know that I got up So I I I get no matter where I am, no matter what, I get up and I move. I do do my two miles every morning. That's fantastic. I just
0: thought of something looking at you that I have to tell you. Your movie is great. The documentary oh, about it's still you. still alive. Thank still you. Still alive. David Zeef. Wow. Edited. Yes. Exporting Raymond. Yeah, yeah. So oh, we have that. Oh, my yes. God. And he Wonderful. brought me a copy sure, of your. Sure. F- that. We did. Yes. So, my Wardson Hall
1: documentary. Look at that. Wow, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I love David. If you're listening, David. Yeah. Hi. Really nice man. Yes. Yeah.
2: So was there a meal in this journey thus far in the six that was that really stands out? Do okay, so,
0: so one of the points I'm trying to make, like they, they wanted me to do all international cities, which is wonderful. Who would say no to that? But I wanted to do out of the first six, I wanted one American city for a couple of reasons. One, I really do believe that L.A. is the best food city in America because of the cultural diversity. We have the biggest populations of Chinese people outside of China. Thai people outside of Thailand, Korean people outside of Korea, Mexico. I could keep going. Armenian. And so when you have these vast numbers of people and they're opening places to eat, sure enough, some of them are going to be world-class. this is world coming from class. a New Yorker.
1: This is incidentally Oh, awesome. yes, and I'm Somebody a New York snob. This is a New Yorker saying this Absolutely. to a New Yorker, and yes. I'm amazed there's not a fistfight. No, no,
0: no.
2: no I, well, I'm from California originally, <laughs> and, I, and I agree with Phil. I mean, yeah. L.A. has become an amaz- amazing—
1: Amazing. Was it wasn't
2: was this like, way 25 years no, no, ago no, no. when I first came here, but right fancy, now— Yeah.
0: Because of this cultural diversity which makes the world go round, which makes America great, yeah. Mr. Trump, it's fantastic, yeah. right? So I wanted that, and I also wanted to show you that you can travel in your own town. Yeah. You go to one of those neighborhoods, these culturally diverse neighborhoods, and you try something maybe you didn't try before, yeah, yeah. and it blows your mind, wow, now you've been transported. That's what traveling
1: is. What about food trucks?
0: I'm so glad you said this because you asked me my favorite bite of food. It might be at a food truck in East L.A. where I'd never been. I was taken there by Bill Esparza, an expert in tacos, uh-huh. among oh, is that other the taco, things.
2: the famous taco guy downtown? Yes,
0: that's right. Ah. So I go Fish to— Fish tacos? Uh, uh, if you want that, that's called uh, Marisco's Jalisco. Yes. On Olympic. Have you oh, been there? No, but I will. Take you there. So we go to a place, to a, to a truck. You would drive by a million times because why? It's a plain white truck. How do I know what's in there? How do I know? Well, I'm not going to die of botulism. Well, who the hell was pulling up to a plain white truck on the side of the road in East LA and eating? And he knows, though, this is the place. And so you can't eat this, Paul, but you eat everything?
2: I don't eat innards, Phil.
0: Okay. I don't think there's a lot of innards in this, but I wouldn't know because it's carnitas and that's the oh, whole the me. whole okay, animal. Yes. It would
1: be so good. I would want, I, just hearing about it, I want, but I won't Can eat meat, I tell but you but something? my mouth waters when you say They
0: make it. a thing. They've roasted this thing, braised it overnight, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they've chopped it up, and they put fresh salsa on this in a taco, a huge taco, almost the size of a football, okay. And I'm telling you, it's the smokiest, juiciest, oh. porkiest thing. They call it a porkalypse now.
2: A pork-alypse and, I love that.
0: A porkalypse and now. <laughs> I, my mouth is watering Mine is too- as I talk about it.
2: Well, no, you, you've been transformed somehow. It's like yeah,
0: exactly. Two dollars. <sighs> two dollars and wow. i'm telling you i ate at some fancy schmancy places well, around yeah. the world yeah i didn't have a bite of food a, a bite of food as good as that i had comparable but delicious is delicious it doesn't matter what it costs is yeah. the point no,
2: you know the other thing you, you touched on something and i think it's because i am i am such a traveler and i think that people do grow the most by seeing other cultures and the, the great thing about la and, and new york to a lesser degree though now you have to go to the boroughs which is when you go to Koreatown or yeah. you go, say, to Monterey Park to have Chinese yes. or something.
0: Yeah, how great is that?
2: Well, because you're also immersed now in that culture. Of course. You go to a Chinese supermarket. Yes. You go to a Chinese store. Yes. And for someone who may not be able to afford to go to China or may not have Here the luxury of traveling, right you get to be immersed in someone else's culture, surrounded by those people, surrounded by what they eat, by what they watch on television. You see video. You'll, you you'll see Indian video stores in yes, Indian parts of town. Right. Um, it's and greatest, it's accessible to and you, and you now accessible because
0: and of yelp and because of trip advisor you don't you, you the minimal amount of effort you can explore you
2: get in your car and yeah. you are transformed yes. to another country almost right you and, got it's, it. and, and la is the yes. greatest city in america for that hands down i mean new york you can get in the car and or the subway and you can go to you know well astoria was greek and now it's it's all yelp. did i say the name
0: me. of that carnitas place it's carnitas el momo
2: Carnitas Cone, el, el Momo. Momo,
0: and I got to meet Momo. Who's
2: the? Is famous guy. guy? There's one taco guy because L.A. Magazine last yes. month yes. did a whole article on the cover. The cover, just the the cover, cover story written by truck. written
0: by my friend Bill Barza.
2: Okay, wow. and yeah. they, but there was one Wes guy Avila,
0: Wes Avila okay. of Gorilla Tacos, and we go it. there too. And he does. He he was a, a French. He, would tra- he trained under Alain Ducasse. Yeah, wow. and now, but he's from the hood. Now he wanted to take that knowledge and give it to the people I in the form of there. tacos. Let's go. Let's go. You do, all you have to do is look online, look up, Google Gorilla Tacos. It tells you where it is today. Wow, right now. Yes. Gorilla spelled where... like, uh, like uh, army gorilla, not gorilla gorilla. When
2: I read that article, I I remember writing it down somewhere.
0: G-U-E. But
2: he was the one that really came out as the numero uno guy. For whatever reason, that article Well, because you can
0: get a hamachi, which is this you can eat, Paul. Hamachi, which is the yellowtail crudo. Uh Oh, I love it. With uni on top. Oh. As a, uh, you know, uh, it's a gourmet item. Sure. From
1: sure. a taco truck. Ooh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I wish you could see these two people right now. As they're talking about foods, I the want clothes you to see they're off. about to grab each other. It's <laughs> yes. just, they've, they've been transported into this place of, it's the land of delicioso. And they are just, they are very different people than the ones who sat down at the beginning of this podcast. But th- I,
2: but I also think, good... you know, the truck thing, Phil, it's, it's interesting when we talk about because the, the way it has over probably the last five or probably five years, would you say? Would you say yeah. Would be, well, trans- Roy Choi did it. Right, okay. We know who he
0: is, right? right. You know yeah. who Roy Choi sure. is? Yeah. Yeah, sure, he, he changed the world with one thing. He took Korean barbecue and he put it in a taco. So it's a, it's a symbol. When worlds collaborate. Yeah, Confusion. it's a symbol. It, it, it's the melting pot in your hand, yeah. okay? This he started selling out of a truck five, six, seven years ago. The reason you see these food trucks everywhere is because of that one item in that one truck Korea meets Mexico. Exactly right. Exactly.
2: In New York, one of the best pizzas now, and you know New York is such a competitive pizza city. And it's is, fantastic. Is out of a truck. There is one one truck. What's it called? Oh, I'll I'll Google it and then I'll. There's a it pizza to.
0: place in New York I want to recommend called Prova Pizza that I think is fantastic and my favorite quintessential New York slice in New York is uh, Joe's on Carmine's.
2: Joe's Joe's yeah. is Joe's. Is it's great. just
0: like you look up New York Pizza in the dictionary, you'd see it's a, a picture yeah. of Joe's yeah.
2: But but the trucks and I also think it's because there are these young creative people who can't afford to open exactly. their own restaurants.
0: Exactly. The yeah. price
2: point has become so expensive. Yes. And there's and, and like everything else has become kind of brands, restaurants, sure. l- large restaurants have. So now these really creative young people or yes. you know chefs can go out and st- just get a truck and and people love them
1: my son cole people is a foodie i just recently married his his beautiful emily and and they're they're foodies and he's involved in this thing where he gets notification of these kind of moving food experiences yes we well, where they're moving to right. a, yeah. you get move a, into a warehouse get a whatever you like, get here it is or it's coming say, hurry up yeah yeah, it's and, and he, a couple times I've joined him, and it's just the, the remarkable experiences. There'll be a, some warehouse someplace that is all of a sudden. Little pop up. up restaurants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Little pop up restaurants. I exactly. went to a place
2: actually last year. You should year. think about went, writing for a living. I went to a place last year in Fez. <laughs> it's the only place in the world actually where they have this. There's a guy took a space in the old city, and he has world famous chefs come. Do you know about this restaurant? It's called Cafe Set. No, and, where is And this it's it? numero set, it's number seven in the in the, in the old town of Fez on some street, which I can't tell you what the street is, in Morocco. And they've never been. And they have. Well, I think maybe. I think I
1: made I, Ishtar I think there. That, I've been to Morocco. Wow. I I
2: think that I'll have what a Bill's having. May Another want to, friend.
1: Oh, is Elena friend? Yeah. Oh, she's true. I'm sorry, dear.
2: Well, I said that I, I think that maybe you want to go there on your yes, uh, I your, do. But for your um, come for to your a segment show, with Joe. But they have every every six weeks to two months, they get another chef they get a, a good chef from a wonderful restaurant and they might be young and they might be in between jobs or whatever or they could take a leave from their restaurant and they bring them into fez and they give them the restaurant for let's say 2 months this so happens here too but it's it's um but for some reason this one's become like the great and they all want to go spend you know, two months in vets. So it's, uh, you get really extraordinary meals there where you can't... When they give you creepy things, you eat them.
1: I think we so did I, do.
2: I ate, I ate ants in Mexico, I will What would you say. think? Um, it, I I did it the same reason you did it. We went to this restaurant that's... Now I've forgotten the name, but it's considered one of the best restaurants in the world. It's in Mexico City.
1: You were there to meet Marquez. Uh, Gabriel
2: Marquez, yeah. But that that's a different story. Wow. But... But... They brought the am I, I'm married to a man who will eat anything. I will. I will. He will. He will. He will uni the creepier the crawlier the creepy yeah. he'll eat anything you put okay. stuff in front of him i mean i've been to places in tokyo with him when they give you everything i mean you've yeah. done this you know, it's just still
1: alive it. on the plate
2: and i just hand yeah. it to him yeah. Yeah. I, just- yeah. <laughs> I did
0: eat the shrimp that was still wriggling
2: did you Ooh. really oh yeah. you're a brave Ooh. man
0: did couldn't do it i can't I do it, it. So it's easy yeah, I couldn't now do is, it.
2: is monica like this your your, your, your wife monica is uh, she like this
1: mm, yeah i think uh, if i do it she'll do it
2: really yeah well that's good i think so that's good
1: I picture yep. people diving off cliffs in Acapulco. But the ants didn't taste weird. You to answer there. your question, when
2: I ate the ants, they did not taste weird. I, I I will say they they weren't I they were chopped up and they were in a sauce and they were sprinkled on like pepper kind of and, yeah. and they were so what you know once you get past I suppose you know if we ate ants every day but we never ate a chicken and an right. then someone put a chicken in front of you, you'd you go huh, you eat chicken of course you know it's, it's just not, what it's, you're of course used it's to it's the
0: context it's, it's the, the context of – yeah. right. so it's just
2: expanding your horizon and your palate yes which. Phil Rosenthal, who gave us Raymond, is now doing with I'll Have What's Phil Having.
1: I'll Have What's Phil Having. I'll tell you what, you what yes, we need to do contrary. as we close out this segment. I think what we need to do is get out our calendars and find a time to have a meal with Phil because that would be a, a, meal, with Phil. a, meal, a meal with, with Phil, Phil. I'm ready to do it yeah exactly I want to turn you on to some good stuff
2: well well, well listeners you know watch Raymond again um, on all the places you can we're too many now Phil has got a t- Phil's got a terrific book funny warm insightful that he wrote that I read called you're lucky you're funny how life becomes a sitcom, which can tell you a little bit. Of the st- if you're a writer, you should read it. If you're a person with a family, you should read it. It's a wonderful book. Thank you. And now on PBS, you can you can have what Phil's having. You can. And you can have a great experience of traveling the world and eating in red wonderful restaurants I and hope you do. weird restaurants. So PBS.
1: I would be willing to bet that it will inspire people to get out their uh, you know their their visa and book a little bit of travel. And you know too. what? If
2: you can't afford it and you can't afford to go to Tokyo or korea or wherever get in your car and every every community america now has some ethnic population right Right, bill
0: you're a hundred percent right uh the most mind-expanding thing we can do is travel the world i think would be a better place if we all experienced a little bit of someone else's experience
2: so you know don't go to denny's tonight go to that funky little (laughs) bangladeshi place (laughs) you always drive by just try it
0: it's what we tell our kids
2: Try it, you'll like it. Yep,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cross your legs, sit on, on the floor, and eat something with your hands, you're going to find it, it will expand your mind as it does your waistline.
2: So, in gratitude and trust <laughs> today, Phil Rosenthal, you've given the world so much pleasure, and Thank you're continuing you. to do it, and you've given us pleasure today by oh. showing up and sharing.
0: Well, you yeah, guys are great. What I a love treat. being with you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: You give a little love, and it all comes back to you now. You know you're going to be remembered for the things that you say and do. You give a little love and it all comes back to you. You know you're going to be remembered for the things that you say and do.